This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, chicken feet are foul. I don't like Giuliani. <laughs> Planet of the Glape Apes. Look at my Chipotle from 1652. Whoopin' crane tastes like whoopin' chicken. Licking somebody's pipe. Ew, that swag yeah. is fire, yo. Tackling the undercarriage. The Sandwicher. Take Take a penny, eat a penny. Hey, is it too early for a cheese sandwich? COVID SG1. May your Thunderdome always be full. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I was very constipated. I couldn't poop. We're all soldiers now. This is The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. By the power of Grayskull. Well, look at you rocking out over there. I didn't notice until just now. Brian's like dancing. Just started just now. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's like going to a it's rave. the only cardio I'm going to get today, Scott. <laughs> it's the... Uh... <laughs> Look, oh, and I'm exhausted. Oh. Brian, you get it in where you can get it in. I understand. Get it in where you can get it in. That that goes a couple of ways. <laughs> it's the title of my uh, sex tape. Uh, so, hey, uh, I can see you out of my one eye today. And uh, the mm. other eye, you're a bit of Yar. a blur. Getting a doctor's appointment at 1045 today. I'm doing the, my first video doctor thing. And uh, I've never done that before. They offer that as a service at the clinic I go to. And uh, they're going to... Get me on camera and uh, make a determination about my eyeball. Was that your choice or theirs? Like, did they say, well, it's probably not something that you need to come in for, so let's just do it via video? Or was it like, I'd prefer to do this without me coming into the doctor's it was, office? It basically gave us the option. They said, yeah. now okay. you can come in, but our only appointments today are at 2.30, which means I'm on DTNS and can't come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, or tomorrow. And I'm like, well, what other options? Well, we do video ones as well, and this might be one of those. So you want to do that? I'm like, yeah. When's your, you when's your closest thing? 10.45. Oh, I might be on TMS then. Oh. <laughs> well, we can always, yeah, that, that's that's no big deal. I mean, missing DTNS versus missing five minutes of TMS, whatever. Yeah, you know? no big deal. Easy. Yeah, Easy. hopefully it goes okay and they can just yeah, why don't we do it as part of the show people are suggesting <laughs> do, oh i could actually just have it on no because i have to i have to turn, turn off in and... i have to turn off cameras and then return them on because it's all through this i have to do it through my camera yeah. on my pc and everything and i think uh, it might also be a hipaa violation i'm not sure it could but... be i'd be violating my own hipaa right you'd be violating your own hipaa yeah. nobody wants to violate their own hipaa no no you <laughs> nope uh all right uh, I got some good news, everybody. Good news? Oh, good. Good. Good news. Good news, Somet- everyone. Sometimes we put stupid stuff out into the ether and we hope for the best. And sometimes our listeners pipe up and solve all our problems. And today is one of those days. So we got this email. It's a follow up. Well, it's actually a tweet from Jeremy from KC, I assume Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is at Jeremy Weekle 81 on Twitter if you want to follow him. I don't know if you maybe maybe you do maybe you don't I don't know <laughs> once you hear this yeah I don't know if you want to or not maybe not all right he says this he has a mod pizza theory because yesterday I was talking about my mod yeah. pizza had a big S With in a it big S yeah, yeah exactly so, so he it was says a super pizza this is a super pizza it's what I ordered and I just <laughs> it forgot it wasn't an S Scott it actually is the symbol for hope oh whoops well 
I could use that right now. I don't know why I didn't think about bringing that up yesterday. Yeah, of course. Uh, it says they could be putting sauce on and making yours with an S and it cooked with the raised sauce. Or when you put cheese on your pizza, you don't bump it into one spot. And so the S could be a way that they drop the cheese in. Hmm. Yeah. My problem with this theory, it's a, it's an okay theory. I want to give them credit. Sure. My problem sure. is it was like a smooth S. It wasn't like a, it was like a after the fact smooth item like a marble or a knuckle or a something like that went and made an s in there and so i i I don't know i don't know you know even even if it was a finger it was probably one of the fingers that made the rest of your pizza so it's not like it's like oh he used his finger to make an s in my pizza well he also used that finger and the rest of his fingers to get the pepperoni and the cheese and put it onto the pizza right and i know they wear gloves there because i see him do it when i when we used to go in there yeah. So yeah. it's even if he did make an S on purpose with his finger, it yeah. was probably with a glove on. Those people all work out in the open where they can see each other. Maybe I'm, uh, I'm, maybe you know. he's a pizza artiste and he was signing his work. Ooh, like a sandwich artist, but with pizza. Exactly. Yes. They a still, lot of pizza artiste. They still call them that if you go to uh, Subway. <laughs> Subway. Yeah. Sandwich I artist. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. This always seemed like the like the most patronizing. Thing. <laughs> right yes I, if i worked there i wouldn't want to be called that I i'm just... a i'm a sub stylist yeah. thank you very much a sub stylist <laughs> in the actual stylist word that's a subpar stylist though that's the problem with that so you can't do sub sub means under so you gotta go like uh oh yeah sure i am a uh, i'm a, a sandwich stylist i am a mm. i'm a footlong stylist how about a sandwich sandwichist no that's bad Sandwich. That doesn't work. Uh, yeah, no. no. Uh, a heroist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, uh, what's another? What's another word for a long sandwich? Uh, 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 a hoagieist. 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 I'm a hoagieist. <laughs> I like hoagieist. I think we've settled on it. Yeah. Well done. Great. What's another name for a long sandwich? I guess that's going to be a title. Six letters, uh, long sandwich. Yeah. 14 down. Yep. Uh, there you go. Uh, speaking of which, I actually did a, a crossword puzzle last night. Isn't that weird? You yeah. I'm, I'm, that? No, it's not weird at all. We, sh- You and I should be getting back into doing those on the regular because it keeps your brain active. And um, with me accidentally calling my Echo Show Electra, I feel like like maybe I want to uh, mm-hmm. stave off any, any weird... Uh, alzheimer's or dementia mm-hmm. and they've they've shown that um regular brain activity crossword puzzles um uh, does help interesting with with uh keeping that well i was new i wasn't i wasn't even aware i was doing that and i forgot what app i was using but it was <laughs> that's great i forgot the app i was using but I was doing. <laughs> well <laughs> uh but it was fun I, I haven't done it in a while and uh it's good for you go go cross yeah, some I, words everybody get in there i did the new york times sunday and or i'm sorry i did the new york times uh last saturday puzzle and beat my average uh time for a saturday by nine and a half minutes wow that's it's pretty yes. pretty good is this the app yes. thing that does the timer it's and the, app, the new york times app yeah wow yeah, that's a, that's a new feature because back in the day they didn't have a way to time you, you just had the paper uh-huh. right nope this one times you wow yeah do you think there were people in the olden times that would get out a little stopwatch and time themselves while they did? I have on the no paper? doubt. I have no doubt that there were people who did that who had like a little notebook on their kitchen table next mm-hmm. to their coffee, and would write down, "All right, Monday, I did it in eleven minutes and twelve seconds." Get on the phone. Hey, Carl, I beat your best time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. All right. Yeah, that's the other thing I kind of wish it would do is like let you have 
friends in New York Times in the in the app, and you see how you all did against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's pretty cool. I should use that mm-hmm. one. Why don't I use that one? Do you pay for that one? Because it costs money. Because it costs money. Yeah, it's not a free. What does that cost per month to do? I want to say it's thirty-five bucks a year. I want to say it's something like you know, oh, three bucks not bad. a month or something. Yeah. No, if but you're it's, really it's into New York it. Times, so like, and you get a bunch of additional puzzles, but you you get the daily one, which ramps up. Monday being the easiest, Saturday being the hardest, Sunday being just a large, large puzzle, the same difficulty as, as about a Wednesday or a Thursday puzzle. Do you also get the paper with this deal? Or the, no, is it no? Okay, that's not failing the times now. No, I don't get that. Uh, you don't get that with your. No, subscription? I don't have a parakeet, Scott, so I don't need anything to line the bottom of its cage with a failing newspaper. <laughs> Fake news, lies. Many people tell me. Many yeah. people tell me. Coverville at Gmail. <laughs> That's fine. Bring it on. You wanna you wanna argue with my impersonation of of our president? Sure. Go for <laughs> it. Yeah. This 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 brand new idea of impersonating presidents that we've never done <laughs> right, before. Exactly. Yeah. Let me also give you the uh, <laughs> the email address of uh, Brian, everyone it... from Chevy Chase to. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, when you'd fall down as Gerald Ford, yeah, uh, you yeah. got your. Uh, let's let's get Dan Aykroyd would be. Uh, he did your Nixon. He yep. did. Uh, he was a great Nixon. He was a great Nixon. Uh, yeah. Who was your? Who was the best? Who do we think was the best? Uh, George. Oh, the best presidential. Oh, oh, who was the best? Yeah, the best George, George Bush. Bush? Yeah, God, Bud there Jr. were a lot of them, but it would have to be Will Ferrell. Probably. The W. This W. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Frank Caliendo's version of his voice is probably better, but I think that what's his name's funnier. He had the. There was some mannerisms that he had that I think was was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good stuff. And then who 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 did uh, Obama was pretty good with what's his name uh, uh, Fred Armisen Fred Armisen yeah that was pretty good yeah had the halting really kind of because uh, he would do the uh, I want to uh, address this issue uh, <laughs> yeah. of the <laughs> yeah it was right on then we had Dana Carvey right I guess these are all SNL people we're bringing up but they are but I mean you know, where else do we see a lot of impersonations of the president all kind of ready to be rated yeah that's a good point oh yeah not to be forgotten I'm uh, glad. TV Rangers brought it up, but Free Ranger or Free Rangers rather, not TV Rangers. TV Rangers, yeah, or Free Travis. Sorry, I can't see shit, shit today. <laughs> um, he brings up that uh, Sam Rockwell was actually nominated for a Best Supporting Actor in the role of George W. Bush in the uh, mm-hmm. Vice movie. So he did That's a great cool. job with that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Done. I mean, Bale's Bale's Cheney was pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, too. that was pretty good. Put on yeah. all that weight. That was great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for that. Uh, we're gonna get right to Dunaway. That's what we're doing. That's right. Um, Dunaway time. <clears throat> I'm a little behind on my clicking here. Let's see. Okay, so. Get to get to clicking. We're going to see if uh, I can't redeem myself over that horrendous loss the other day. That was bad. And I broke my yeah. streak. Did it? Did anyone notice what the streak was? Because that was a breaking of a streak, wasn't it? See, that's a good question. When when we have Randy on instead of Brian Dunaway. Oh, do we even count it? That, does it count? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Brian, I think it's got, I got a reprieve. That's a, that's a question for uh, Bobby. Bobby, I got, I got a reprieve. I think. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, if yeah, because it's not like we can put we can add an extra check mark in there for Randy. Yeah, it's like celebrity versions of a show. You don't count those uh-huh. against the big score. <laughs> no, you don't. But you do do this. <laughs> Joining us now on the line, Mr. Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina. Brian Dunaway, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi, Brian. Hello. I like my music. Is that my new music? Yeah, I think this is your new tune. Yeah, this is your new thing, dude. Listen to that. This is great. Hold on. Let me crank it up a little. 
Brian Dunaway is the guy. It's combo number five. We just had this contest three weeks ago. I'm gonna keep it. It's just too good. I'm gonna think. I think a it's our new thing. A little bit of Dunaway in the morning. A little bit of Johnson. <laughs> Get your Johnson out of here. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, we're gonna play Battle Royale, and we do it with a listener because that's the the fun. And I'm gonna find out who's waiting on the line right now. Hi, who's this? It's Slucko. 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 I love that. Just the simplicity of it's Slucko. It's almost like a, it should be a brand name, right? Yes. New from Slucko. Yeah, Slucko brand toys for boys or something like that. <laughs> uh, Slucko, it's good to have you here. You're going to be our uh, our person of, of interest here today as we... <laughs> As we proceed into our contest of wits and wills between me and Brian Dunaway, Brian Ibbett here will explain the rules and what you could word. Yes, I'm going to be giving uh, Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer or a repeated answer or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top. Uh, Slucko based on today's topic. Now, today, I'm having some fun with prizes today. You're getting something to play, you're getting something to watch, and you're getting something to listen to. Uh, All courtesy of a bunch of different folks who've sent these in. To play, you'll get the game Horus. Oh, Horus is great. Great. Is it it about uh, Horus? Good, good uh, what's the guy who's leader of the Dharma Initiative on uh, Lost Horse? Oh, oh, good, yeah. good, bo- Horace, good, uh, good body, good body, Horus, good. I'm, I'm like in the middle of watching it. They're all at the Dharma Initiative because they went back in time. Good speed, good, speed. good speed, good speed. Yes, there you go. Uh, no, it's this really cool eight uh, bit looking game that's like I don't know. I really like it. It's funny. It's very British. It's a hoot. Hmm. It's a very fun little game. Cool. Yeah, it's good. Excellent. Thing. So that's that's one thing uh, you get. Hold on a second. I'm pulling this in. There we go. Wanted to make sure I got the, the name of the person who suggested this topic. Um, also, uh, courtesy of another name that I don't have in front of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, courtesy of, there it is right there, Brian Baxter. You're getting a, a digital copy of Spider-Man: Far From Home, so you can oh, watch that on any device you that's own. That's perfect, by the way, because Brian Baxter sounds like a uh, a Hulk. name, an alias for somebody who's a superhero at night. Brian Kinda Baxter does, at yeah. night. Brian becomes, Baxter. Oh, by yeah. the way, the game was from uh, Wesley. 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 Thank you, Wesley. 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 And then from uh, Lenhart uh, Steinke, you are getting uh, two books, courtesy of Audible: uh, Goblin King and Beast Queen. Those are books one and two. Of the Monster Slayer series. Oh, that so, sounds all right. Seems like I'm interested in that. You know what you missed? You just missed a couple of senses. We need to send them something out. We need a five senses package. Uh, we, mm. I'll send them something that smells. How's that? Yeah. Right, something that smells and something that tastes funny. Oh, good. Hey, oh. both just in one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's true. I have I have beef sticks that right. I imagine after they travel across the country, if I unwrap them <laughs> and put them in an envelope. Oh. <laughs> Oh, let me taste that. Especially no. with the post office running at snail speed. Yeah, what the crap is <laughs> that, that going on? Every USPS thing I've shipped is now delayed. Like what yeah, happened? What, what happened? Reason. I haven't looked into this. I don't want to talk about it. So, don't look into it. You'll get. Yeah. I'll get mad. Won't I? Don't. All right, I'm not going to yeah. do it. Hey, uh, well, let's uh, let's. Uh, that sounds like some great prizes. So those Brian. are your prizes. A fun a fun prize package for for your ears and eyes and and fingers. I guess. Okay. Uh, but before you can win all those things, you need a topic. Brian was talking about how he misses the subjective lists oh. on Babel Royale. Uh-oh, and, uh oh, I'm about Tom, to regret. 
You're about to regret that. Tom wrote in and said, oh, well, uh, how about the top 50 sci-fi movies of the 1970s, according to Rolling Stone magazine? So back in oh. March, Rolling Stone magazine listed the top 50 sci-fi movies of the 1970s. Of the 70s. I Rolling like 70s. this. Yeah, this is fun. Yes. I'm down top with Top 50. So not the 70 top movies from the 50s, but 50 <laughs> no, the of 50, the 70. The top 50. Right. Of which we've movies. watched a few. We have right. watched a few of these, quite a few of the ones on this list. Okay. So, all right. So that is your topic. Uh, Slecko, who do you think is going to win this one? And who do you want to go first? I think Scott's going to win. And let's go with Brian to start. All right. Slecko has made the call. Brian, you start. Slecko has made the call. Top 50 sci-fi films from the 70s. The 1970s. I would be rem- Sorry, what? Nothing. Go ahead. I would be remiss... <laughs> Not to mention Alien, one of my favorite sci-fi films Mm. from the 70s. 1979's Alien, a classic and uh, one that had my mom's friend uh, who's sitting next to me hiding under the seat for a majority of the film. Wow. Yes, I was 10. She's like 30-something and she's hiding under the seat and uh, good for her. Hey, free Mike and Ike's down there if you're careful, if you know what you're looking for. <laughs> That's right. You just have to pry them <laughs> off of the uh, the linoleum. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, then I will say Star Wars, A New say Hope. Say that one. Okay. Yeah. Star 1977 Wars. Star Wars, uh, the, the biggest piece of low-hanging fruit on this list. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian. We might as well mention one that we've – I'm trying to go back through my film sack list, and I'm, I'm trying to think uh-huh. this. Recently, we did Disney's – the black hole and i hope that's hole. in the top 50 i'm not 100 percent sure but i think it, it would be foolish not to at least list it in this rolling stone list go ahead you're yes. awful quiet disney's, disney's the black hole <laughs> uh, absolutely 1979 i was <laughs> so again this is one of these lists that's sorted by the so i have to right. look under d for disney b for black hole and t for the <laughs> Uh, Disney's The Black Hole, 1979, absolutely on this list. All right. For some reason, I can only think of this movie, and I hope I'm right. Boy, do I hope I'm right. Uh, The Andromeda Strain. Oh. Sure. Written in the early 70s by Michael Crichton, correct? Correct. Yes, I think this was his first book and his first uh, movie adaptation. 1971, The Andromeda Strain. Um, Ooh, I really feel like good. I got barely got into the the the, the years there. Yeah, barely, yeah. yeah. Well, I take something from 1970 as well. So yeah, I guess so. It made it by it made it by a year. Right. Um, yeah, uh, we watched that one in class, and I think there were boobies in it. There Ooh. were boobies in it. Yeah. I think so, and it was still PG 13 or no, just PG because there was PG. no 13. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Back then, we were okay with the boobies in a PG. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, we we're just fine the, with the. Uh, the the uh, Star Trek the motion picture would Ooh. have fallen into the seventies category. Did it? it sure would, and nineteen seventy nine, oh, and still listed as late. one of their. Um, I guess it was. Yes, uh, yes. The appropriately named uh, Star Trek the motion picture was uh, is on the Rolling Stone list of. I was sure that was eighty, so I feel like you just skirted a a close one there. Um, all right, let's go with. Um, uh, oh, geez. I had one in my head. Oh, the Omega Man. The Omega Man. Let's oh, do that. Oh, that's a great one. 
the Omega Man 1971. Uh, not I Am Legend, but uh, the... <laughs> Based on the book, the I Omega Am Legend. Man. Yeah. That's right, exactly. There's, uh, two more abs- There's two more absolutes that I feel like have to be on this list. Okay. And then okay. after that, I'll start taking stabs in the dark. There's okay. a couple of them that I know that we've sacked that were during the 70s that were a little smaller. Um, and now I'm all of a sudden thinking I just said it, but I didn't say it, did I? I don't know, did I you? Don't know. I don't know. No, I haven't said I haven't said Logan's run. I was gonna say it first, and I said no, I better take the easy one mm. first. And now yes. I'm saying Logan's run. One that we've been trying to watch on uh Film Sack for a long time. Logan's run. Oh no, we watched that one on Film Sack, right? Yeah. Did we? Yes. Did we? Oh yeah, yes, we, we did, we did. We did. Yeah. yeah. 1976 Logan's run, right, because we had uh meat and fish and animals from the sea or something like that. <laughs> um an audio clip we played from that one. Right. So I know there were a couple of these in that de- decade, but the question is, which one should I do? So I'm going to say... Con- it's The first movie's not, but Conquest... For, is it Conquest for the Planet of the Apes? Or Conquest of oh, the Planet of the Apes? I didn't even think about the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, wait a minute. It's of or yeah. four, and I don't mm-hmm. remember the of or the four, Brian. It is, is it of, and it is 1972. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, absolutely. Okay. In the list, Planet of the Grapes. Yeah, Planet That's of the right. Grapes. The Grapes of Apes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Steven Spielberg's classic, uh, Close Encounters. Close oh. Encounters of the Third Kind, 1977, and uh, made us all want to play with our one of my potatoes. favorite, right? One of my favorite sci-fi films. Yeah, time. that's a good one. Um, I hope this is in the list, but it may not be because it. Wait, can you remind me? Are these financially significant, or nope, just okay. just the best nope. rated the best of the nineteen seventies? Well, there's no way this is the best. Right, best I'm, meaning I'm saving good, that. Right? I'm saving it for later because I'm so unsure yeah. about this. Let's do. Um, Keep in mind, I mean, it's fifty, so they probably when they start getting to number forty nine and fifty, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's and they certainly point. are. I'm looking at this right now. <laughs> and I'm looking at the bottom of the barrel right now. Yeah, and yes, yeah. it um, is uh, bottom of the barrel, as you expect. Correct. Uh, I remember a movie and loving it and repeats. It was called, I hope this is right, The Land That Time Forgot. Oh. The Land That Time Forgot. It was on and, Saturdays and at my the- house. It was a yeah, thing. isn't that a TV series? Or are you talking no. about? Oh no, okay. You're, I'm thinking of Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost is although it had similar right. themes, but right. I loved it as a kid. Please tell me it's on your damn list. I am not seeing it on the list. No, the time <laughs> forgot. Hold on a second. The time forgot. Uh, well, you should have. It's a with 1975 Scott. film, but it is. I am not. You should have went with Scott first and and Scott to win because I would have been out. Hold on. I think I I was gonna say. Okay, can I tell? Am I wrong? Then is that it? Is am I am I out? I am not seeing it on this list. You are. Uh, I'm I'm officially saying you're wrong because I'm not seeing it under T. I'm not seeing it under L. And uh, so it's a movie L from the. Se- I'm not wrong that it came out in the 70s. The question is, is it in the top 15? You're you're saying no, it is of, not. Of the role, it is, of the 19, it is a 1975 film, so it is. Um, it is it is in the time period, but not it rated fits, by it, It's two family. things that you're looking for. Was it during exactly. the 70s? Was it a sci-fi? And the third part you're missing is, does Rolling Stone Was it any good? Yeah, that's the, yes. that's the and thing that's, And that is the key right there is Rolling Stone. Didn't All right, well, fair enough. I'll take the loss, but let me see if the one I was holding on to was even going to be close, because I know it's a sure. piece of garbage, but Zardoz, I was going to say. 
Oh, Zardoz, I, I, I need to think about Zardoz. Totally on the list. What? <laughs> I got. Yes. I got. I've got one more, and then this is just a stab in the dark. I know we watched Star Crash, and I'm pretty sure it landed in the 70s, even though it feels it like a 60s did. movie. 1978 Star Crash, wow. also on the list. Yep. How in the hell did I not say just... I thought Zardoz was considered the worst thing ever by everybody. It, it, it was, but apparently Rolling Stone liked it just a little bit more than the land that time forgot. Dang it. Um, they forgot right, it, man. Here's the rest of the list. I'm going to buzz through these really quickly. Okay. Uh, a Boy and His Dog, A Clockwork Orange. Oh, um, my, Battlestar my Galactica's list on here, but what? was it a movie? I thought it was just well, a TV yeah, show. Originally, no, they, originally it was yeah. released as a film <clears throat> was it on okay. TV, though, right? They did a TV, TV, they did a TV thing, but I don't know that I ended up in theaters. Maybe it did, but... Yeah. yeah, well, you know, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Beneath the Planet of the Apes was another one from that series. That you said that was the that was the second one actually from 1970. Was... Beneath Buck right. Rogers in the 25th century, also another made-for-TV thing. Made-for-TV, yeah. Uh, Colossus, the Forbin Project, Crimes yeah. of the Future, Damnation Alley, Dark Star. Oh, we watched that one. Death, Death Race 2000. Oh, Death Sport, uh, Demon Seed, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Fantastic Planet, Escape. Future World. God told me to. Hardware Wars, the parody of Star Wars that definitely oh, and that's in the top theatrically 15. released. That's yes. what I love about opinion pieces. Yeah. Yes. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Laser Blast, oh. Mad Max, Message from Space, Phase 4, Rollerball, Silent Running, Slaughterhouse 5, Sleeper, Solaris, Soylent Green, Stalker, Superman. Superman, Superman is in their list Superman. of science I, fiction. Oh. I guess it's sci-fi. I mean, it's from space, and there's the, science, alien technology, brood. some, I guess. The Brood, The Incredible Melting Man, The Man Who Fell to Earth, although David Bowie, The <laughs> Terminal <laughs> Man, THX 1138, Time After Time, Welcome to Blood City, Westworld, and Wizards. Westworld, gosh, freaking dang it. I know. <laughs> All right, some of those feel like I shouldn't thought of them, and others were tricky. Uh, but yeah. select- we all had bets that you were going to come up with Mad Max, though. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I always what? forget the original Mad Max wasn't like eighty or something. That's what I always think of it yeah. as. Right. I don't think of right. it as seventies, so I wouldn't even have been on my head. But. I really don't like the original Mad Max, but I watched it after I watched Road Warrior and um, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, and I think I was looking for something a little bit more popcorny. Yeah, and uh, the original Mad Max is a it's a slog for the first half of the movie, I think. Oh, my maybe God. We need yeah, to watch until, until they kill his family, it's, what's the point? Yeah, yeah what's the point? Right, kill yeah. that family. No, I film Saki for sure, uh, yeah. but I'm with you. Like, as someone who reveres George Miller's work, Yeah. Uh, the first one is the is the bummer for me. I mean, it needed to happen, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I... I, I like it for what it is, but it's not. It's no Road Warrior. I mean, come on. Oh hell no! It's no Road Warrior. And Road Warrior is no Fury Road. I mean, just, they just get <laughs> they just get better. I mean, the the, the order. Oh, I don't know. Here's the I, order I of good. Here's the order of good, and I promise I you, this know. is true. Here's how it goes. It goes: Fury Road, Road Warrior, uh, Thunderdome. They're so they're so far from each other. It's hard for me to. Well, I, I mean, they know. are. If you're if you're going to count them all in one conversation, then then yeah, you can make a list. But you're right. They're they're you know they're. 30 years apart yeah. like you can't if it's, it's, it's actually a miracle we got it at all <laughs> like the fact that fury road exists and that there might be a sequel on, or a prequel on the horizon this is all just nuts yeah. this is nuts this is even happening anyway all right brian anyway. uh your may your thunderdome always be full uh oh wait before we do that slicko sorry man you lost uh but try again because there's always another chance 
And we'll right. see you again. Okay. Tomorrow's another day. Uh, Dunaway, anything you want to say or do before we go today? Yeah, I want to. I want to wish a happy birthday yesterday to to Ralphie. Oh Ralph yeah, oh, yeah. made me sad. Birthday. Saw that was, uh, yesterday. Everybody misses Catherine Ralph. Ralph needs to still be here. There's, that was how come a holes get to he live is. and Ralph died? I don't understand. I I re-downloaded uh, 2007's uh, Futurama app. That was the last thing me and him were kind of fiddling around with and talking about. Yeah. And uh, just we just went back to to play it because man, he used to always suggest the greatest little games. He's he's probably one of the biggest influences towards me playing more app games and indie games mm -hmm. other than you, no, of course he, you Scott. Yeah, he was but, great. You know, no, there's no doubt. The like every time yeah. every time we did anything, dude, his one of his last his last tweet before he passed was uh, a, a, a quick fire question thing for this show for for TMS for a PM episode of the show he was always involved in the community in some way everything from talking to us all the way down to people we'd never even meet and he would get to know him he was just the freaking best yeah uh, i just love totally. that guy anyway great soul uh, great soul and he lives on within me that's I right try to remember that there's a little ralph and brian is what we're saying that's right brian have a <laughs> great week we'll see you soon bye now see you buddy forgot to talk about upcoming film sack what are we doing it's not salt anymore because i got it's not salt priest 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 and then Poltergeist, which is uh, Priest plus Gelato. Yeah, Priestergeist. Pretty excited about priest, it. You add Gelato. No, I guess there's an A in there. You oh, add, is there? Wait. Yeah, you add. Uh, so you take Poltergeist and you take out the O L T E G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Priest plus Gelto. <laughs> I see. I see how it is. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to do some news. Let's do some news. Here you okay, go. Okay, let's do some news. Here you go. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville, where we're going to be celebrating the 55th anniversary of Beatles, uh, the Beatles' fifth studio album, Help! Help! Which was uh, not just an album, but the soundtrack to uh, a film of the same name by the Beatles, and features oh. them on the cover doing semaphore, but they're actually not doing the semaphore correctly for help. They're saying something like K G F O or something like that. It's it's kind of funny. Weird. Uh, anyway, uh, listen to all your favorite songs, including the most covered song of all time, not just by the Beatles, but the most covered song of all time as part of the help soundtrack that's today 1 p.m mountain time twitch.tv slash coverville help i need somebody help yep uh all right and uh, can i guess the song or you're saving that as a spoiler for the show right? oh you can guess the song what uh, song is hey, the most covered hey, song hey jude probably no it no? is not that is from the album hey jude no, oh yesterday uh, <laughs> yesterday 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 is okay. the most covered song of all time originally called scrambled eggs Later renamed to Yesterday. Nice. My favorite cover Scrambled of Hey Jude eggs. is Hey Dude. I like Hey Dude. <laughs> hey Dude. Hey Dude. You're talking about the one by Beatallica? I think we've heard it here. Yeah. Haven't we? Yes. Hey Dude. <laughs> remember that. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we got here today. A, a George? A Judge, rather. A George. No George. Uh -huh. Everything's going to be read wrong today. Um, a Judge orders a man to pay $85,000 in deaths of two whooping cranes. So for Whoop. 85k, if you kill two whooping cranes. And wow, I know I know that's the going rate. That's, that's the, the rate. going rate on whooping cranes yep. is uh yep. 42,500 bucks. These two cranes have whooped to their last. A man admitted he was uh, that he and a juvenile shot a shot and killed two whooping cranes 
2016. They now must pay 85,000 big ones and cannot hunt until he completes 360 hours of public service. Sentence wow. given Thursday to Keenan Constantine of Rain. It sounds fake. Is it, uh, how long till he gets to Winterfell if he takes the... Uh... <laughs> if he goes straight down the... The King's the Road. Valley, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you take King's Road and then take a left, you'll get there in two days. It's not a problem. Depends on what yeah. season you ask, because in some seasons, it took a long time. Other seasons, it was uh, almost immediate for some yeah. uh, some reason, some weird reason. It's weird. Same episode sometimes. They would just arrive. Anyway, uh, whooping cranes are among the world's rarest birds, by the way. This is in Louisiana where this happened. Um, and uh, they're the largest crane in North America. The 850 or so that are still alive today, descended from the 15 that lived in the coastal Texas area in the 1940s, when released as juveniles, they are motivated. Sorry, not motivated. Modeled brown and white. As and they're uh, motivated, and they're motivated. They're pretty motivated, you know. Motivated get, whooping cranes. Get some crane. <laughs> get some fish. Do some whooping. They know what's up. Yeah. Uh, as adults, they're about five feet, one point one point five meters tall. Yeah, that's right. Giving you both measurement systems here. And uh, they're white with black wing tips and have uh, nearly feather. They're nearly featherless red caps on their heads. And they're thoroughly unmotivated. They're very point. unmotivated at that point. They just sit around. <laughs> they loafing, make, loafing, whooping cranes. Yeah, just barely whooping anymore. Uh, anyway, Constantine or Const- Constantin is maybe how you're saying this name because there's no e at the end. What would you I say? Think you might st- you might still pronounce as Constantine. Here's, I think the e makes the een though, right? Because otherwise it's just in. Yeah, but I, unless it's like uh, unless it's a foreign pronunciation, in which case it would be in. Oh, good point. It could be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who knows? He's from, probably French Cajun or something, and who knows? Anyway, uh, pleaded guilty Thursday to misdemeanor violation of the Lacey Act, which makes it illegal to transport wildlife, fish, or plants taken into violation of any state, federal, or foreign law. He was fined ten thousand dollars, ordered to pay seventy-five grand in restitution to the state wildlife department of wildlife and fisheries. Uh, says U.S. Attorney David Joseph, man with two first names, said in a release on Friday. So don't kill the whooping cranes is the lesson. Wow, no kidding. Jeez. We we need them. But they are good eating, but uh, yeah, they are good eating, right? They taste like. Uh, what do you think a whooping crane tastes like? It's like chicken, a whooping chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I've never the the weirdest bird I ever ate was quail. I think, I think that's about as weird as it ever got for me. Well, no, you um, didn't. You eat something in China? Or no, you those, were offered those were chicken feet. I had that. But yeah, so, so that's the, weirder. That's weirder than quail, if you ask me. Well, definitely weird. It's not a weird bird, but a weird part of the bird for sure. Weird part of the bird. Yeah, yeah. they were awful. I mean, it was like this jerky like toughness around. They were the actual feet. Mm-hmm. Not the leg. You're not giving me a chicken leg here, right, folks. Right, right. No, the feet, which are a delicacy. And if you go to like a dim sum place, yeah, you know they're bringing that that uh, that rolling that cart over, and people are like, oh, give me the chicken feet. I'll take the chicken feet. Yeah, it's foul. It's like chicken hearts at those Brazilian barbecue places. No, oh, thank see, you. I don't mind. I don't mind gizzards and oh, hearts and stuff. Dude, it's like those eating, I don't mind either. It's like eating copper pennies. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah, it's giving you iron. Darn right. Is it though? Or is it just giving me a stomachache? Sure. I never feel good after I eat those. Sure. Can't, can't do it. Feel like I'm licking somebody's pipe. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sounded wrong, didn't it? Copper pipe is copper what you pipes. meant, right? Somebody's yes, okay. copper piping <laughs> plumbing. You know, they're plumbing piping. That totally won't get edited out for a mashup. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> no one's worried. We're fine. 
Uh, moving on. Hey, uh, I got some science here for you. Check this okay. out. Oh, good. I like science. <clears throat> yep. Sure. Human sperm, uh, the kind what we came from. Okay. Sure. Your your dad, one of your dads, got free and got to the egg there. One of my, I only my have dads. one dad. Yeah. One of mine got free from my my dad's. Uh, well, no, you have you got billions of the, the millions. One of, of the one of my dad's sperm, not just one of my dad's. Yeah, one of your dad's, <laughs> one of your father's, one of your um, father's, whichever one it turned out to be. You know, they broke free. They found their way to the uh, the old eggaroonie there and uh, made it happen. Well, yeah. turns out the way they move, we have we have it wrong. Even though we've seen microscopic evidence of what we thought we were seeing, it's different. It says they roll like playful otters as they swim. This contradicts centuries-old beliefs about the movement of the human spermatozoa. Wow! More more than three hundred thirty-four. Sorry, more than three hundred forty years ago, a Dutchman named Antonio van Leeuwenhoek. Sure, I'm sure that was right. Totally nailed that one. Um, he invented a powerful new compound microscope and accidentally discovered the existence of bacteria. Groundbreaking achievement that changed the course of medicine forever. That's so weird to think there was a time where we didn't know that stuff existed. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not long after, he decided to look at his ejaculate. <laughs> That's a fun thing to say, isn't it? Yes. Definitely not by accident. Uh, then discovered tiny wiggling creatures with tails he dubbed, he dubbed animal animalculus. Animacules. I think you're right. I think it is animalculus. Animalculus. What's animal and then culus, so I have no idea. Yeah. These creatures moved. This is what he said. This was his quote. These creatures moved forward owing to the motion of their tails like that of a snake or an eel swimming in water. Van Luke Chokik wrote to the secretary of the UK Royal Society in 1678. This is a long time ago. The tail of a man's sperm, he added, lashes with a snake-like movement. Well, I'll tell you what, the scientists of the old were like super poetic in everything they said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, thank you, uh, and Tony, uh, did you wash your hands before you gave us this report? Yeah, and please stop doing it. Please stop. Uh, <laughs> go talk to the Pope while you're at it. Anyway. I, I uh, check this out like three or four times a week. <laughs> Just to confirm. Just confirming. Um, as scientists over the centuries continued to look down from above from the microscopes, there was no doubt what they saw was recorded on film. They moved by using their tails. But no, we shouldn't trust our eyes. Now that we've really gotten down in there, we can see them rolling. And they roll, Brian, like little otters, like rolling like guys. otters. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cute. Do they jump like dolphins out of the water? Oh, I guess that's not water. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, but they make that kind of, they make that sound. They go, That's right, yes. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, check it out, everybody. Sperm's different than you thought. And, uh, mm. science once again, opening Amazing. our eyes to new possibilities. Amazing. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine though, if you're the guy that invents the microscope. Sure. You probably go nuts. You're like, I'm going to look at everything. Give, give me that give me that Gross. piece of bread this is what's been on my phone this whole time right it's like give me that give me your toenail we're gonna see what's all up in that and then Let he's gonna look, look at it it's in my chipotle oh my god i like in both cases you're using these modern things that he wouldn't have had in the 1600s right, that they wouldn't have back then. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> let me look at my chipotle from 1652 exactly <laughs> you know what i mean like if you invented it you'd want to see everything yeah. So why not his ejaculate? 
You know, now, he didn't invent the mic microscope. He invented a compound, a type of microscope, a, a compound microscope. So what's the? Was there one before it then? I guess I don't know. Uh, we should look. This, that, we should look this, that up. I feel like this is a uh, this is a name that we definitely should be aware of. And as soon as uh, Zacharias Jansen, no, I. I I thought it was going to be a name that we were more familiar with, but uh, Zacharias Jansen yeah. uh, created the microscope in 1590. Okay, so we're, so, geez, almost so 100 years under 100 later. years, yeah, before this Pro guy. Progress was slow, folks, back then. I just wanted to look at my sperm. <laughs> what are you doing in there? I'm looking at my sperm. <laughs> That's right. All right. Hey, do you miss the fire Festival? Do you wish that was still a thing? Gosh, yes. I wanted. I still want a cheese sandwich. I haven't gotten my cheese sandwich. Yeah, where's my styrofoam cheese sandwich container? You promised me. Um, <laughs> my tent with a bed with a cot in it. Yeah, and it's and the rain and the mud that's in it. It's in my tent. Where where's all that? You promised me. I tell you what I had to do to get a bottle of water. <laughs> oh man, I don't even want to know. You think <laughs> you think they do weird stuff at Burning Man? Boy, oh boy. That's right. Yeah. So here. Here, here, here. Uh, well, if you missed the fire festival, you can now buy the T-shirt that was made for the event from the U.S. government. Yes, that's right. They're auctioning auctioning off a bunch of old seas stuff from the from that event. Nice. Uh, yep. If you missed the famous international fiasco that was the fire festival in 2017, it feels like yesterday. It's weird that it's that mm -hmm. old now. Uh, now's your chance to get some commemorative swag from the U.S. government. The U.S. Marshal Service is auctioning off festival merchandise seized from the founder Billy McFarland's stupid event. Uh, an effort to provide restitution to his victims. The 126 items went up on auction Thursday and are available through uh, August 13th. As of Friday morning, the highest bid was 155 bucks for a hoodie. A hoodie, fire wow. festival hood. I would wear a fire festival hoodie, dude. I would too, but I wouldn't pay 155 bucks for it. I'd consider, you know, 20 bucks. I might go 50. Maybe. Really prefer just to be able to wear it around and say, just hey, to, look, Fire Festival. Yeah, ah! you got a little piece yeah. of a weird history. Uh, the money mm -hmm. goes to, you know, vic the victims. Although, Which is good. That's the way to do it is, is the money going to the... When they say victims, though, what do they mean? Because do they mean these Instagram kids the people who, who went... spend... Yeah. No, I don't... I mean, not the not the people who, who tried to collect from it, but the people who spent their hard-earned money got there and realized, oh, this is totally like a... But wasn't, but wasn't that only those people? I thought it was just influencer types that went. It wasn't like an open to the public tickety thing. So you couldn't just... Oh, I thought it was. I thought, uh, I thought anybody could, if they wanted to, buy a ticket to this thing. But it was, it was marketed towards influencers and stuff. No, my understanding... Well, I mean, based on the two documentaries I watched, it was all like Instagram, YouTube, you know, g uh, pretty people. Is, is mm -hmm. what I think it is. I think that's what it was. Because it wasn't very big, right? It was like yeah, it was twenty thousand dollars a ticket. You just had to be rich. Yeah, you had one. to be rich to get. Okay, that's what it is. So there were rich yeah. people there that maybe weren't influencers, but you had to be marketed loaded. by influencers, says Icor. So I mean, you just basically, yeah, you know, the victims weren't necessarily the 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 people who put it on, but the people who worked in the the Bahamas or wherever it was. And oh, right, that that restaurant that was in there. That's true. Yes. Yes. Okay, if they're getting the cash, see, then I would easily pay fifty bucks for that show. Yeah. Exactly. One fifty-five, a little high. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Uh, what else would I want from that event? I would want Brian. Uh, Brian's not wrong about the cheese sandwich. Even if it's a moldy old piece of crap, I just want to keep it somewhere. Let yeah, it that one. I, I wouldn't want. You know, I wouldn't. Uh, even if the auction was super cheap, I wouldn't go for that one just because. 
what do you do? Do you frame it and put it on the wall? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Oof. Chatter makes a decent point. I mean, they're victims nonetheless, even if it was 20K and they're loaded. Mm-hmm. They were scammed. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just less worried about them getting proceeds, you know? Yeah. Got- it, it, you know, more than them, it should go to the people, the locals that uh, yeah. worked and got nothing for that. Yeah. And there were people that, that went out there, construction people and other people that made all that stuff happen that got shafted. So mm-hmm. pay them first. Don't pay the twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollar guy who lives in Malibu first. Right. There's money left over. Cool. Maybe talk to those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but justice will be done. <laughs> exactly. All right. Denver Broncos in the news. Denver, Brian. Denver. Mm, good. So local, Denver local connection. Local yep. Sorry, I was just uh, biting my lip there. Oh, you all right? How's your lip? I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Go, go, go on. Wait a minute. Why'd you bite your lip? Everything all right? You good? You know, yes, because I had a uh, a piece of uh, loose skin on there that I was just doing. Oh, it's, well, you have to deal with it. I understand. Totally yes. good. Yes. I got all kinds of weird things hanging off me I have to deal with. I'm old. My, <laughs> my eye's like a half an inch out from my head right now, and I have to deal with it. <laughs> Puffy and red and... Ugh, I hate yeah. it. Yeah. You had this once. You know what it's like. Punched, I've had it. Yes. Oh, it was no fun. Sucks. All right. Denver Broncos in the news. They have installed COVID misting booths. Yes, they have indeed. I've seen these. They're going to disinfect players by having them walk through a misting booth. It's like a little airlock kind of thing. It looks like like a metal detector at the airport that you kind of go through. Oh, yeah. It totally does. You're right. Mm -hmm. Why... um, Why do you suppose they? Uh, okay, it's less a booth than like a a Stargate. <laughs> yeah, it is kind a of a Stargate. Stargate. We yeah. should share this with the chat so they can see mm-hmm. this. It's a it's a very weird thing, and the reason I think it's a little weird is I just don't know of uh, how effective this how could effective, be. How effective? Yeah. And do they? Yeah. I guess obviously they claim it's somewhat effective. Um, here we go. Okay, so this thing looks like. Oh, weird. Sorry, my system for showing stuff on screen is being all wonky. Okay, there we go. All right, so here we go. Yeah, it looks like a, it is that kind of like a, it's almost like an airport screener thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one assumes it just, well, I'll read it here. Uh, the Broncos posted footage of the machine on Monday saying, time for work, but first we sanitize, it says. Because <laughs> they've all been out, you know, philandering with their wieners and things. You gotta, gotta sure. get them cleaned yeah. up. Uh, philandering with their wieners. <laughs> it says, uh, the, the article here written by TMZ says, they were told that the booth is spraying a product called MicroShore, which sounds like tiny deodorant. Raise your hands if you're MicroShore. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ever truly be MicroShore? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, make a sure, please. Yeah, Thank you. Yes, please. Uh, it says the uh, which is touted as a powerful non-toxic disinfectant that kills viruses like E. coli. Staph, staph. How do you say staph? The staph infection, but the longer staphylococcus. Staphylococcus. Is that it? Staphylococcus. Yep. Oh man, remember he he lost to George Bush Senior. Uh, that was a rough. Such a, such a disappointment to see uh, yeah. staphylococcus. Uh, he worked yeah. really hard. He was up in the polls, and then yeah. you know at the end, staphylococcus just couldn't pull it out. Yeah, ironically, it was the seventeenth uh, Staphylococcus that, uh, <laughs> that that didn't give him enough votes. Oh, that's a good political joke we just made. 
Anyway, it's supposed to kill that. And it says coronavirus. Coronavirus upon sure. uh, contact. So it's supposed to, as soon as it hits it, it's supposed to just kill it. There you go. Yes. Uh, the misting booth is an additional safety measure, they say, that sprays a safe medical-grade disinfectant on players and their equipment when entering and exiting field practice. That's a quote from the Broncos team. Uh, the Bronx uh, have already had a serious COVID scare this offseason when star linebacker Vaughn Miller tested positive for coronavirus back in April. Miller was symptomatic, but has since recovered. Uh, he's called on others to take the virus seriously. Meanwhile, other NFL teams and coaches and stars have uh, been testing positive uh, also in the offseason from Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford to Eagles head coach Doug Peterson. Yeah. Or Peterson. Sorry, Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Peterson. You yeah. guys need to be careful, man. Bunch of sweaty dudes <sighs> tackling each other and, you know, getting in a little close com- combat there. It's easy to catch a little hoo-ha. It's just uh, walking through this mist feels like it's – it's that brief bit of refreshment that you get as you're waiting for the tram ride at Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, it is, I don't think it's getting into all the nooks and crannies where coronavirus might be. It's just getting like, ah, uh, the forehead and the cheek, and uh, but maybe not necessarily into the chin or mm-hmm. in the neck fold of the jersey or something like that. You know, it's well, it shows. So the sprayer, the sprayer valves are all lining in on the side and the top, but I don't know how you get your undercarriage there. You know, yeah, there's no yeah, floors. You're right, there. exactly, which is where most of the tackling takes place. All right, <laughs> that's right. Tackle them with my undercarriage. Give them my undercarriage. That's how I became a great tackle. Uh, defensive tackle. Check it out. <laughs> also, at the top of that thing, it looks like a blade. You know, like a guillotine-looking blade. You see Let that in that picture? <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you're, everyone's playing a little Russian roulette with it. Right, thing. yeah. Like, oh, uh, put, uh, no, okay, you get through. All right, how about you? Oh, uh, no, how yeah. about you come through? Got to be careful. You're going to sh- get shaved yeah. in a way you don't want to be shaved. All right. I mean, I like the idea of just, you know, you uh, uh, you test the players regularly. You keep them in a bubble. Mm-hmm. You don't let them interact with, with other staff and and certainly not fans and things like that you just do what the um what uh the the nba is doing seems like the best way to do it yeah the nba seems to have it together pretty well mm-hmm. um yeah. i found the brand Major League baseball not so much yeah yeah it's a company called service med uh they uh their the slogan is greater prevention products they make the micro sure we're talking about okay trying to see what this would cost me um I wonder if that's an Amazon product. I'm just curious if I can buy bulk microsure. Oh, Dice Tomato says the NBA's bubble worked out well. Sarcasm. Has there been a has there been a positive test now at the NBA's? Uh, well, somebody somebody was sneaking out. I remember that story. But did someone get? <sighs> really? Yeah, they were sneaking off campus or something. "Quote unquote" campus, which I guess is just like the yeah. Disney hotels there or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, microsure is not available on Amazon. I'm just checking. Oh, good. Okay. There are some sure that say, is, but not- yeah, they ha- <laughs> yeah, sure is on there. Also, uh, lots of things that are microphone-based, microphone, micro-brand things, but no Seriously. So apparently one of the NBA players went to a strip club for chicken wings. Yeah, there you go. Oh, great. Oh, that's great. That Really? Yeah. Uh, he was given approval to leave for a funeral, but went off. And he went to a strip club. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> Why? What's the deal? Uh, I mean, I know they're like 22 and not mature and have billions of dollars. And, you know, I know it's yeah. a it's a weird. Maybe thing. we could 
maybe we could, I don't know, take a break from looking at beaver and getting chicken wings and, and you know, play basketball and keep everybody safe. I don't know. Brian meant leave it to beaver, the TV show. That's, that's what I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. That's all he was referring to. <laughs> That's uh, that's the animals that they have at Florida strip clubs. Did I not mention that? Oh yeah, they have little. It's uh, the an- animatronic ones at the wing place. They they talk to Send you. Send your emails. Yeah. <laughs> Barry the Beaver will bring you his wings. Right. Everybody wins. Barry. Barry. All right. Barry. Um, let's see. Oh, look at this. I can get Zep Professional Easy Scrub Industrial Hospital Strength Hand Cleaners, a four pack. Mm. For $113.86. There you go. Looks like stuff's Deal. still a, a sham. Bargain. These things are still a sham, even now. Can you make it? Can you uh, strap some hose to a few two by fours and make your own little Mr. Uh, uh, metal detector that you can walk through on your way to TMS in the mornings? One hopes, one dreams. Sure. Sure. Um, all right. Well, I think we've done all we can do there. I think so. I think you should take a break. We're going to play a song. When we come back, Tom Merritt. We'll be here to talk about the day's tech headlines. Uh, Nicole will be here as well. We're going to do a little recommendals today as well and see if I can make it on time for my dumb doctor visit. All that and more (laughs) coming up after this. Brian, what are we playing? Yeah, so how about this one right here? This one actually comes with a pretty cool music video. So if you like the song, go watch the music video as well. This is a uh, performer by the name of Jonathan Tyler um, and a brand new song called Mr. Resistor. There's a video out there featuring Nikki Lake that uh, not Ricky Lake, but Nikki Lake that you can go watch out. Big thanks to Timeless Echo for sending this one. This is a release from his forthcoming album, which is called Underground Forever. God, feels like it some days. Here's Jonathan Tyler and Mr. Resistor.
you guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Or he turns into a blind guy who smells women. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites. This is The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. The sensation of Europe, now made in America by Samsonite. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah. Jonathan Tyler and the song Mr. Resistor. Uh, check it out today. For the record, it's <laughs> Yosemite. Yosemite National Is Park. that what he was trying to say was uh, Yosemite? Yeah. The gaze upon Yos- Yosemites. Yosemites. Yos- Yosemite. Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> what I used to say when I was a little kid, I called it Yosemites, but uh, he's an adult. Yeah, he's an adult man. He's an adult. Uh, let's get into the next phase of this chicanery yeah. and add Mr. Tom Merritt to the call. Oh, they've added glasses to your face. I did. Cause I'm getting the most massive headache from this eye thing mm, sure. and these block blue light. So I hope it helps. I, it may not help. help. I don't know. It probably won't help. <laughs> I'm just trying to look as much like a clown as possible today so it's working out pretty good all right here we go with the computer as with any tool the concept and direction must come from the man that man is of course and always mr tom Merritt. he is calling all yes. the way from dtns central oh hi tom how are you oh uh, hi hi scott <laughs> oh hi there's how your camera you? hi hello oh hi is oh, that, did we oh got, how long have you been there we got his uh, si- <laughs> i didn't see you there i was just marveling over this <laughs> announcement of mulan ah yes the 30 yeah. dollar uh thing it's a pretty good deal actually because you it know if you got you guys more talk than, about this no nope, we haven't not, not, not at all yet but this this idea that you know if you have three people in the room you've already spent less than you did at the theater for such things and you don't even have to pay for exorbitantly priced popcorn and, and drinks and stuff. So I say do this with Tenet, do this with New Mutants. Yeah. I'd be fine with You'd it. I'll right pay that, that amount. You obviously aren't a stockholder in AMC theaters, <laughs> are you? I, you know what's funny is I was on that AMC Stubbs deal where you pay 15 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month yeah. and, and see as much as you want. But, um, you know, I'd be fine if, if AMC did this and you paid AMC and then mm. they... You know, they just get gave you these first run movies. I'd be fine with that too. Mm. Well, right? they do. 
uh, AMC has an online store where you can rent and buy videos. Yeah, they do. Um, so you can do that if you want. They're not going to well, get Mulan though. That's what's weird about this. Yeah. Uh, it's not like Trolls, where NBC Universal just put it out on all the normal stores. It's only available in Disney Plus that you already have to pay for, and then you have to pay thirty dollars on top of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. You're already subscribing to the service to even get in there. I mean, you're Correct. yeah, you're yes. thinking of it, Scott, because you're like, well, that's sunk cost. I already pay for Disney Plus for the Mandalorian and all the other stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just that's just my new store, but that's not the normal way you do this. Also, thirty bucks is not cheap. No, Trolls no. was twenty. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, but but even in, even with all this and with the idea that it's a little bit more money and you got to you know you have a little bit of a gate to open to get in, get in there by subscribing to the thing in the first place it still seems like Disney's going to take a huge bath on this right like there's no way they're going to well I shouldn't say no way but they're not going to make the theater money they would have made in a normal year probably for, not yeah. for Mulan you're right probably mm -hmm. not uh, if if there was no lockdown if there was no fear of a virus. Uh, you would make more money putting this out in the theaters because everybody would be so excited and they'd, they'd rush to the theater. And, mm -hmm. you know, they almost did that. They they were doing the premiere the week that lockdown happened. They had to cancel the premiere. Or actually, no, I'm <clears throat> sorry. They did the red carpet premiere. They had to cancel the media preview. It was oh, that right, close. Right, like they right. did the red carpet. And then the following like Tuesday was supposed to be the media screenings. And then it would come out later that week and the media screenings got canceled. It was so... So poorly timed. For yeah, them. that was a real poor bummer. things. How will they ever survive? How will how will <laughs> Disney how will Disney claw out of the hole that they're now in? Uh, I mean, no it? joke. They're losing like five billion dollars or something. I can't remember exactly, but it's several billion dollars this last quarter. And like, hey, but you know, we're doing all right with streaming. Yeah, so they're doing good I, with streaming. All, right. all their stuff is good that was already on TV. Uh, they're just struggling with like, well, the parks made, you know, are parks, a huge yeah, game. parks and, uh, and movies, uh, which are big chunks of their revenue, you know, no mistake. Yeah. So are they actually, this is a good question because we were asking ourselves yesterday and we didn't bother to look it up. So we'll ask you because you live in California. Did they reopen Disney Anaheim or no? Did that happen? No, okay. they only reopened Orlando. Okay, that's yeah, what we were thinking. It's just downtown Disney is the only part of uh, Correct. That's Anaheim. right. Down, you can that's go right. to the area outside of the parks that have the shops and stuff. That's reopened, but you can't get into the parks. Can I go into the Lego store that's there and just rub my hands all over the Legos that are in there? My, is that I imagine offer? you would be asked to stop. Probably and leave even probably leave is what they'd say. To do. Yes, especially if you didn't have a mask. Yeah. Well, uh, there was a store yeah. we went to in Estes Park this last weekend that had a sign that said, "You touch it, you buy it." <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember the old "You break it, you buy it." Yeah, right. Was like you touch it, you buy it. Wow, that's hardcore. Imagine what would have happened hardcore. to George uh, George on Seinfeld when he took that book into the bathroom at that bookstore. <laughs> he should have bought that. Yeah, he should have bought that thing. Uh, if, if I can put this Disney announcement in a little more context for folks, too, that, that they may not have thought about, uh, the recent news that NBC Universal and AMC Theaters had come to an agreement to reduce the theatrical exclusive window to 17 days makes this an even more interesting story. Yeah. Because that's just between Universal and AMC. And all the reporters on this say... You know, the word on the street is Jurassic World is not going to do 17 days. It's going to do the full 90, that there's sort of an understanding that, you know, everybody wins if the big blockbusters do the full 90. Mm -hmm. uh, and so my next question was going to be, what are Disney, Sony, et cetera, going to do? And the next step was Disney saying, we're just going to put the movie 
in theaters where you don't have Disney Plus, that's something folks should realize. If, you, if you're like, wait, I live in an area that doesn't have Disney Plus, it's going to come to theaters. They haven't said when, but it's going to come to theaters in those regions. Uh, it's just going on Disney Plus in the regions that have Disney Plus and not going into theaters at all. So I wonder if part of this move is to gain leverage in those discussions, which are definitely happening between AMC and Cineworld and all the other big theater chains. Yeah, I'm... I'm curious about. How, I would love to be a fly on the wall in one of those meetings, just mm -hmm. to hear what this sounds like. Because it's there are no great options, right? Like we're we're in a definitely in a better place than we would have been, say, 30 years ago, where no other options were available except movie theaters, right? So that's right, that's right. all you'd have. So so there's definitely that aspect to it, but it's this cannot be a a fun thing to navigate for companies with huge shareholder problems and gigantic losses. and I mean, I think the studios are in a fairly good place where they could say, look, if there were no more theaters, we still have a business. Yeah. Uh, we could sell movies to people. Mm -hmm. Right. But theaters are lucrative for the studios, for, mm -hmm. for blockbusters, mm -hmm. for big stuff, which is why NBC Universal <clears throat> had that 17-day window was this will allow us to put movies into theaters still that we otherwise wouldn't. Because right. it was a, this movie's not going to be worth putting in theaters for 90 days. Let's send, sell it to Netflix. So theater said, look, okay, we'll give you a shorter window for those. Yeah. 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 Super interesting. By the way, I was thinking, a, oh, go ahead, Brian. Oh, as a two-person household, uh, both of you now, two-person yeah. households, yep. would you pay the 30 bucks to watch Mulan? Yes, because probably I'm going to do that because the um, Taylor and Dylan and Van, who are also isolated as much as we are, will come over as well so oh, they'll come over okay so we're getting like what a i huge don't value know is if you pay for it and you're sharing a login does everybody oh. with the login get it i bet oh, they do probably but they do, do. yeah I didn't and think if, of is that. it probably that 24-hour thing like um like apple yeah apple like rentals, rentals and amazon right. rentals yeah, yeah, yeah once you start it you have a certain amount of period to finish watching it but you can start it and restart it as many times in that period as you want so sure i wonder if they'll lock it to a single stream we don't know those details we don't know what the rental period will be whether whether you get it for longer than a normal rental uh that that's what's so weird about this being on disney plus if this was just hey we're going to rent it for 30 dollars in the normal stores uh, I wouldn't have any of those questions, but being on Disney Plus, it's like, well, does it still follow those rules or do I get it for longer? Does it mm -hmm. stay in my catalog until it finally comes out on Disney Plus, which right. eventually it would like I I'm very curious about all those details. Yeah, because if you've got little kids, they're going to want to watch the thing over and over. Oh, and over yeah. Again. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Why just... can't we watch it again? It was on Disney Plus. All the other stuff on Disney Plus we can watch <laughs> over and over again. Oh, yeah. man. See, there's the whole disconnect there with the kids who yeah. who, uh, yeah. who know the services. I, well I think do. it's still worth 30 bucks for us just because if we did go to the movies, uh, they, you know, they're 12 to 15 bucks already here, sometimes up to 17, 18. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's it's about the same or cheaper. It's definitely for if we add one more person to the household for our watch through, it's cheaper than if we went to the theater. Sure. Uh, our dogs sure. can now watch it, which they wouldn't be allowed to do in the theater. Right. You can't <laughs> even allow that. And that's the other thing. Right. Is I hope people are encouraged to like fill their house full of people. They don't know their COVID status. And so yeah, they can get the most money I don't think out of that's it. a big worry. No. <laughs> I hope not. I think, I mean, when I you think, think like those, the people who would do that were already filling their house for other reasons. So. Yeah, good point. They're right. not going to. If start you think about like the money you'd spend on popcorn and a drink, though, it probably does for even for a two-person household. Probably does come out pretty close to, to even. Yeah. Unless you don't spend that money. Yeah. Right. Unless well, you're like exactly, my mom. Yeah. My mom. Unless used you to. exercise some restraint. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I need the. I need I the. My, the my fake thing is popcorn a, uh, butter and yeah. yeah. My thing is a pretzel and beer. 
Oh, at the uh, really? Light. Yeah. Nice. You're such Love a base. You're a baseball fan, even when you're not watching baseball. <laughs> when I'm watching movies, I know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Doesn't matter where Tom goes. Baseball is on. Uh, but Tenet, Tenet, I would do this with, and uh, New Mutants, I would do this with. I, oh, I'm Christopher on the Nolan, yeah. you know he's just sitting there wringing his hand, yeah. like, no, I don't. No, I they're going to be watching this so Theaters closely. Theaters only. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're going to be watching this so closely. I'm with you because that's a movie. It feels like I'd be disappointed if I would have seen Inception on a small screen before First. seeing it on a big yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, yeah. and Nolan, Nolan is on record saying this his movies in general need to be seen in theaters. Like mm -hmm. they, he doesn't mind them being shown afterwards, but you need to be able to see it in a theater. So I'll, we'll see if he cracks. I think he's still one of those. He's like Tarantino. He won't do digital. It's all, it's all film, you know, shot with these amazing, huge, uh, yeah. film cameras. And I don't know. It feels like if you're going to go all the way out, you want to go all the way in as a viewer and see it on the screen. It was meant to be shown on, but, I will happily pay for it at home if it needs to happen that way. Okay, Christopher. I Nolan? just realized that in the crossover of technology, cord killers, uh, and 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 Wednesday, I hope I didn't steal Nicole's recommendal. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> apologies, good. Nicole. You never know. You never know. Well, uh, you think she was going to recommend Mulan without seeing it? First? I mean, I would if I were her. I'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, no easy way. done. That's yeah. a that's a cheat. You, we only we only recommendal things. We've all seen. right. See, that's why she does that segment and Come not me. Now. Yeah. See, there Come you go. Now. now it all makes sense why Tom is doing what he's doing. And why <laughs> it's Nicole like a precognital. This is what you'd be talking about. <laughs> a precognital. Oh, that's that's the name now of Tom's new Tom's new book is called precognital. <laughs> Uh, Tom Merritt, speaking of books or anything else you want to talk about, anything you want to mention here before we... Uh, yeah, this? Work Insanity is back for season two. If you uh, if you are working from home, which I know tons of you are, uh, it's a chance to just pick up some tips, hear folks talk about the experience of working from home. Uh, myself and Patrick Beja, who have both worked from home for more than 10 years, are uh, are sharing our experiences and the experiences of our audience. We we have some some very cool Q and A episodes that include some tips and comments from folks in the audience. So go check it out. All of season one is available, and season two just premiered this Monday. Workinsanity.net. Perfect. Daily Tech News Show today at two thirty. Make sure you're there for that as well. Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll see you later. Bye. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo. Was, was that him or was that you that wooed? That was me. Oh, was okay. Me. That's a great sound. Jamie, pull that out, will you? And Woo! Use that for something. I expect that, uh, you know, the other one to consider is Black Widow. If Mulan does really well, that would probably be the one that Disney would consider doing next. They don't have they don't have pull on um, New Mutants or Tenet, obviously, but they would have pull to say, yeah, we could do this with, with Black Widow. They might have well. pull on New Mutants because that's now, because they own Fox now, right? Wouldn't they have some They own them that? now, but was that, does that movie still fall under Fox because it was completed before the Oh, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. they own yeah. Fox Pictures now, so I, I would assume mm -hmm. that they, they are they who benefits. I don't know. They might. Yeah, they might. Well, I know this for sure. It's Nicole Spagnolo all the way from Colorado. Nicole, how are you? Yay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hearing some echo uh, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved how you said that because it was like, I'm good. I don't know great. if good? I am or not. Good. Hey, uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, she is she's what makes uh, recommendals work, where we recommend our cool stuff that we've seen on streaming services. 
And uh, mm-hmm. Tom thought he was cheating by taking Mulan, thinking that you might yeah, recommend it. No, yeah. It's, it's like, not you're how, right. I haven't seen it yet. so Not how it works. It. Not how it works. Um, not anyway. how it works. Although I'm a little surprised movies like that haven't haven't leaked yet because they've been sitting in the can for so long because of the mm-hmm. no theater release. You just, I don't know, it feels like ripe for some idiot at Disney to God, go, no I'm going to leak this before I quit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Furlough me, I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> I assume screeners will go out, but maybe they haven't gone out, so I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, hey, let's do this. Uh, Brian, we always start with you because why not? Uh, yes. you got a thing to recommend here. What's your I have a thing to recommend? This is a series. My right. first one is a series. All right, here we go. I'm going to play this right now. Anyway, I just like to thank my new friends at the Lynx Lodge for helping me understand all this. And it's possible. It's possible to touch the sublime. Like today, I saw a vision of my dad in a scummy pool, and then I pulled a dead rat out of a pipe, and then it came back to life. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there was an air pocket in there or something or whatever. But either way, I ended up with a heart on. <laughs> and, no, but that's not, you know, that's not what um, it meant. I mean, that's neither here nor there. Uh, sorry. Look, what I'm trying to say is that we don't need to do all this. We don't need to say goodbye. Because my dad's still here. So... Thanks for coming out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Seems awkward. That is uh, Dud giving his uh, dad's eulogy. <laughs> wow. In the series Lodge 49, this is an AMC comedy, but it's it's now available on Hulu. So if you've got a Hulu subscription, you can watch it there. Two seasons. Um, it wraps up. So it's a, it's a, it's a two and done uh, series. It is a, it is a really, fun deep i mean this is this is probably if you're uh, and i know you are a fan of fargo this has got that same kind of combination of humor quirkiness and a and a deep kind of storyline around it it's maybe a little funnier than fargo mm. like uh, less less uh, less drama on the drama side of things and would you say that most of the show is as awkward as that eulogy or is no, it, okay. no, that was just one of the funniest things that was on that, uh, in, in, the, in the third episode, I was like, as soon as I saw that, even though we watched 17 episodes after that one, I said, that's what I'm using as my recommendal is that clip right there. Nice. Um, it's, uh, the guy you're hearing right there, by the way, is Wyatt Russell, who we're going to see soon in the, uh, winter soldier, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier series as U.S. agent. He's going to be the guy who plays U.S. agent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this is produced by Paul Giamatti, who also makes an appearance in the second season. Um, it is. It's about a guy, a really curious, kind of goofy ex-surfer guy named Dud, who um, is kind of lost after the passing of his dad. Um, it follows him and his twin sister Liz, and he finds this lodge, Lodge Forty Nine which kind of gives him renewed direction in his life and in doing so also renews the direction of the lodge itself. And, um, it's great. It is really, really good. Uh, lodge 49, it is on, uh, like you said, on Hulu and, um, and worth checking out. All right. 20, nice. 20 episodes, 45 minutes each. And, uh, um, and kind of, you know, a kind of a positive thing to watch right now. Oh, well, that's, I could use yeah. some of that. That sounds great to that's me. Right. Yes. Uh, excellent. Um, and, well, you know, you want to, let's, let's, 
do this other one really quick. You all right, Nicole? Uh, no, I got kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounded like you fell over. Are you all right over there? No, yeah, I just, I'm just, it's I have okay. one. Mateo's yelling for me. I'm like, if you, <laughs> if you need to go, I'll do it. We'll, we can do my second one really. Yeah, quick. let's do your fast okay. one. All right, here's your, here's your okay. clip, Ryan. We'll play it. By the way, my ex-spouse did not give me the heat. She met some rich guy who made his fortune selling comic books. And in this economy, that's enough to vaporize a marriage. Suddenly get replaced by a comic book version of yourself. Nobody wants to live where they are. They all want to be in a fantasy, Ing. All right? She gave me the heat. I know what you're doing. You're not going to pick my brains. They're unpickable. And your attempt to get under my hood and ask barbed questions is frankly... Tempted to say menehune, like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or oh, chipmunks. is that Emma Stone? <laughs> that is Emma Stone. Is that Bradley Cooper? That's Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone. Is that the Stone. one where they're on? They're in Hawaii. That's the one where they're in Hawaii called Aloha, <laughs> uh, directed by Cameron Crowe. I never even heard of this thing, and we stumbled on it the other night and decided to watch it. It's um, uh, so it's called Aloha. It's okay. It's it's worth seeing for the cast. And actually, let me rephrase that. It's really good if you like Cameron Crowe's style of directing, which is a lot of different stories that don't necessarily wrap together at the end. So it's 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 not going to be your typical Hollywood rom-com thing with all these people. But yeah. it's also got Rachel McAdams, Bill Murray, John Krasinski, Danny McBride, Alec Baldwin, like this amazing cast. And like I said, directed by... Um, Cameron Crowe and it's it's a good eh, background while you're cooking dinner kind of movie well oh. I remember it got um some press when it first came out because Emma Stone plays mm-hmm. uh a character supposed to be half Chinese half yes uh half Hawaiian and she um, she looks hold neither. on <laughs> hold on Ava oh how is that <laughs> okay. even po- how talk did- amongst yourselves I'll give you a topic Emma That's Stone right. all right Emma Stone <laughs> So wait, is that true? Because she doesn't look anything like either of those things you just said. No, me. no. And so uh, so there was that was some big backlash uh, against Cameron Crowe for picking Emma Stone for that role. You could have um, literally picked from a... There are a ton of great Polynesian tons. actors. Yeah. I don't yes. know what that was about. That's weird. That yeah, would just throw me so, off. The whole time I'd have been like, okay, you're not that at all. Like, No, and it's not... You know, her name is Allison Ang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... and uh, it it just Sorry. seemed like it was unnecessary casting, but mm. um, but it's uh, you know it is <laughs> what it is. In the chat. Is this the one where Emma Stone played Asian woman? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. this is. That this is, is yes. So anyway, not a you know it's got an okay uh, Rotten Tomato score, I think, in the the mid range. Um, but uh, the acting, I think, is really good. The storylines, as many as there are. Are, are are good but um it's a typical cameron crow movie where it kind of goes off in five different directions and they don't do like tiny dancer and sing tiny dancer they do not they do not do uh, like an almost famous <laughs> thing and sing tiny dancer it's probably more like fast times Ridgemont high as far as like all the different stories that don't come together at the end hmm. mm-hmm. i still think say anything's his best movie i'm just putting that out there Ag- agreed yeah yep of all his films and i really like a lot of movies he did and things mm-hmm 
Uh, also, he hasn't done anything for five years, like nothing since this yeah. movie. Well, he did some TV stuff in 2016, but anyway, yeah. Things, yeah. Is, see- is Aloha his curly Sue? Yeah, might be. Yeah, the, the Johnny's equivalent. So I'd say, you know, this is a semi-mental, a semi-recommental. Yeah. <laughs> a semi-mental? A semi-mental. You're describing me today. That's what you're describing. <laughs> uh, I never saw Elizabeth Town. Was that any good? Elizabeth Town, 2005? Oh, yeah. Oh, I liked it. Uh, I liked it. Right. Never yeah, saw that. The, Kirsten Dunst. Legolas. Yeah, yeah Legolas and yeah. Kirsten Dunst and uh, Susan Sarandon mm-hmm. and Alec Baldwin again. Pulled Ju- Judy Greer out. She's cool. Yeah, I never saw that. It's all right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's a, wow, it's a mix in the chat room. I oh, like wow. It. I like Elizabeth oh, Town. Elizabeth oh, Town is garbage. Each time is fun. <laughs> it's nice to see that he continues to be a controversial director. Yeah, it's very divisive. So maybe that's his curly Sue. I don't know. Anyway, Aloha. <laughs> also, uh, uh, I think I want to say that's on Amazon Prime. All right. Oh, yes, it is. I see it right here. Uh, here is mine for this week. It is a documentary, and that is all I'll say. People once called New York Fun City. Now the police are calling it Fear City. Oh, In the 70s, monsters. the city of New York was owned by the mob. We were untouchable. I didn't feel New York was mine for the taking. I thought we already took it. They had judges they put on the bench. They controlled restaurants, the docks, the ships, hospitals, and go on rock. It was total anarchy. You knew if you didn't pay on time, they'd bend your leg and stuff it in your pocket. All right, guesses. Yeah, I saw this trailer. I was watching yeah. the uh, Umbrella Academy, and oh, this probably popped up. Yeah, so Fear City, Fear City, New York versus the mob. Uh, it's all about the mob in the '70s, and specifically their control over much of New York City. And boy, it really—I'll tell you one thing—it really came away from this. Uh, this was the thing that put Rudy Giuliani on the map. He was a district attorney at the time. He is the one that that brought the RICO charges against the mob, had the plan to do what they did, worked with the FBI to get all the surveillance stuff done, and basically broke it wide open and ended up destroying mob control of New York City. Almost single-handedly. Hmm. What the frick happened to him? Like, wow. Like, it's almost like yeah, heroic. No it's heroic stuff. Two different stuff. people, practically, right? Like, yeah. they replaced him with a... <laughs> it's like fearless... clone. It's like fearless, heroic business. And he's just a weenie now. But anyway, for, for whatever it's worth, it, it focuses entirely on that decade and a little bit in the early 80s when a couple of things went down that sort of finished all this off. But if you like stuff where you really get into the nitty gritty of what you can, how you can do surveillance, what's legal, what isn't, um, it's a very sweary documentary because everybody in the mob, it turns out, talks exactly like Tony Soprano does. And it's, it's shocking. I always thought I'd see movies like, um, I don't know, Goodfellas or something and go, Oh, they're playing this up. They don't talk they like don't this. They really talk like that. They yeah. totally talk like this. They have actual tape from being surveilled at home and in their cars and all these places they put bugs, and they're just talking about deals going down or whatever, and you'd swear Joe Pesci's in there just saying, hey, we should do this. Why don't you <laughs> rub them out with the effing mother effing effing mother effing? I See, gotta go home because uh, Carmela's making some cabagool. <laughs> It was, it was it was shocking to me to learn how close that stuff is. I think I owe Scorsese a, a uh, an apology for. I thought he kind of cartooned it up, but it's not. It was just like that. <laughs> Pretty accurate. That's funny. But anyway, it's so, uh, it's very good. It's only three episodes, and it's uh, one of those just really good Netflix direct documentaries that are that are very well made. And and I feel like I learned a lot, and and I never really tr- truly understood what the whole New York in the seventies 
mob stuff was really about and i feel like i know a lot more about it now and it was really really interesting so you recommended yeah uh, uh brian you made me think of the time that i actually tried to order a sandwich and said gobble ghoul <laughs> and mark was like <laughs> with the california marcos that they don't know what gobble ghoul is <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh capicoli <laughs> anyway that's a good one i recommend it awesome. i have uh i had a minor one but i'm just going to mention it again because brian and i talked about it it was um well i have 11 seconds of it i may as well just play it here you're keeping the free refill policy right pardon well when your aunt ran the place she gave us free refills oh how many free refills i'm not sure 30 or 40 it was within reason all right that's corner gas i'm really enjoying it uh brian and i talked about it the other day so i don't have to say much more about it but it's this funny dumb comedy from canada that came out in the early aughts and as i guess there's an animated version now that's like a new thing i haven't checked that yet but i'm still kind of digging through it i'm in, i'm enjoying it it's got all the uh the quirky saskatchewan kind of canada thing i like and i like corner gas a lot all right i'll give it another shot if uh, we run out of letter kenny yeah <laughs> You will eventually. Although Letterkenny just had a new season, I think. So you got a lot ahead of you. Anyway, <clears throat> Brian, or no, sorry, Nicole, your turn. What do you got for me? Yeah. Uh, let me send you my clip. <clears throat> All right. We down. watched. There's only two seasons. Mateo and I watched all of it and right. want more. All right, here we go. Uh, Hit and play. In this land of ours, there are many great pits, but none more bottomless than the bottomless pit, which, as you can see here, is bottomless. Question, is it bottomless? <sighs> Kids, could one of you try explaining this to Seuss? Grunkle Stan, why are we here again? To dispose of things that we don't want. So long, Mystery Shack suggestion cards. Goodbye, creepy love letters from little Gideon. Ugh, die, die! Oh, hey, I know that. That's what's-her-name. That's Louise. Yeah. Kristen Shaw's in this. Okay. So this has to be that show that Carter's been begging me to watch and I haven't watched yet and I can't remember the name of it. Oh, you haven't seen this yet? No. You were in for such a treat. This is Gravity Falls. Gravity Only Falls. two seasons. Okay. Mm. Uh, you can watch it on Hulu or Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. It is just a wonderful show. I And you know, I was complaining a few weeks ago, like, oh, YouTube. The other day, Mateo goes, I think I want to watch Gravity Falls. I'm like, yes, let's watch Gravity Falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Jump in. If and, he wants it, you want it. Let's do it. Yeah. And so there's only two seasons. There's speculation that there will be a third season. The last season. So season two, I think ended in 2017. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But there is a new show called the owl house that we haven't watched yet, but is by the same creator of alex hirsch gravity falls yeah hmm. yes alex hirsch is, a, so, is like the hot new dude to talk about he's great does a lot of reading how i love i loved it how um uh, if you don't have kids still a good recommend uh, recommendal oh uh, of course gravity falls it's, okay it's, good yes it's, yes if you don't have kids it's still i mean i loved it okay. it's kind of super it's like the x-files meets a kid show maybe really <laughs> i mean okay. it's like it's like mystery and funny and of course yeah i'm not doing anything here ava yeah sure what? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'll help you in a minute i'm almost done <laughs> this is my life this is my life now yeah uh, <laughs> there she is she's just that age hi ava. hi ava hi do you, do you see yourself ava yeah 
out. <laughs> go torture Millie. Adorable. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm cool. going to finally watch it then because so anyway, I'm, yes. I'm on an animation watch kick it. right now, so I need to watch it. It is wonderful. Yeah. It is wonderful. All right. Eva. I'm Eva, baby. <laughs> 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 ah, that was great. Somebody clip that out. That was amazing. That was really good. Hey, can you? Hey, go look for something. I just need help. I, I'll help you in just a second. My, 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 my robot. Okay, I know you want to play robot. <laughs> this is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll help you in a second. Go in, the, go in the other room and count to 100, and I'll be right there. <laughs> She's a future so, YouTuber, dude. She's got so Nicole, uh, how are what what side do you land on on uh, should the kids go back to school? In yeah, September? yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about sending the kids I, back? I'm embracing it. I'm going to be the teacher. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I just it's because you're, you're, you're tough as nails. You got this. Yeah. You got this. I'm not worried I got about it. you. Uh, well, I got fantastic. It. I, I might not be able to do this show anymore, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least the kids will be educated. Well, well yeah, kids will grow up educated, smart kids. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I kind of miss uh, my kids being that other, age. The, before I go, I, I do want to say that I noticed that Jojo Rabbit is now on HBO. Yes. So Ooh, cool. I saw that. I, I didn't see it. it, it I didn't it, see it, it when it, it came out. So I really do want to see that. I oh, think that's so oh, so yeah. good. Maybe yeah. this week, actually, I'll get that. Yeah. One. All right. Nicole Spag, everybody. She is also that name on Twitter where you can find out what we talked about today and then link off to that yes. stuff. Nicole, good Rabbit luck. Falls, watch it. I will go watch. Go count to 100. I know. <laughs> All right. Nice. We did it. We did it. We did it. We done did it. All right. We do have a quick moment here for one of these, which is uh, fan service. I want fan service. Time for us to give a little fan service to a fan who's doing a cool project. Wanted us to know about a high squire and BC rich. I don't know what that stands for, Brian, but you're BC rich. Either. BC rich. I like it though. BC yeah. rich. There you go. Everybody. Longtime listener Scott, from your stories uh, about it, I must. Have, what? Sorry, from your stories about it, I must have heard you go full time podcaster on the Buzz Out Loud before I even knew who you were. I listened to Tom and Molly religiously at that point and remembered the All Star wrap up. Brian, you uh, can't tell you how much I love cover tunes uh, or love a cover tune. If you could do a second volume of hey, uh, Hair Metalville, I would be eternally grateful. All right, so you got a request there. Got a request. Okay. Looking for some support in the best community ever. I'm hoping for a little fan service bump if you could fit it in. I'm a very proud papa. Uh, or sorry, I'm having. I'm I. Blah! My in, I cannot in. see. In a very proud papa moment, my 16 year old son took advantage of the quarantine uh, to form a band called Seventh Bell and to start writing some original music. In a it it all comes around moment from about seven or eight years ago to the month you wished him a happy birthday on the show and he thought it was the greatest thing ever. He's a huge fan of the Beatles, especially Paul and ELO. He put together the acoustic demo of his song, Lost, which you can find below. Now, I'm going to tell people how to find it. Uh, it's on SoundCloud. Just go search for Love and the Other Silly Things. So just search for Love and the Other Silly Things, and you'll find or it. Or even uh, SoundCloud.com, 7th Bell, seven, the numeral 7, and TH Bell. Oh, that's even better. Yep, yep, that's the account. Yeah. Good point. Uh, so seventh bell with a seven, the number seven for his account. Seven T H B E L L, yeah. Uh, says he's starting a GoFundMe to start uh, getting some equipment, but if people aren't supporting him with that, just a few likes to his page or some streams on Spotify would be a huge encouragement for him, and greatly appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
and uh, a big shit gratifter to the whole FP family. Thanks, Chad. Uh, well done, Chad. That's awesome. I'm excited for your son. That's great. Uh, go check it out. That's funny that you're also doing a Beatles thing today for uh, for Coverville. That's right. How timely. We're timing, yeah. Timely. Crazy. If you've got your own fan service and you want to pop it into the show, send me an email, themorningstream at gmail.com. Hopefully by then I will not be half blind. All right. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TMS is our uh, support page. You can help us out uh, in big ways, small ways, always by going to patreon.com slash TMS. We would encourage that. Please do. Uh, we'll have a regular show tomorrow and then a bonus show on Friday that you can only get by being a member there. So check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS for everything else. You can find it all at frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian will now take us out with a song that he has prepared especially for this moment. That is correct. This is actually another indie in the middle, but it's an indie at the end. Uh, this is not a request unless you want to say it's a request from me. Poolside and Omar Velasco get together. They've got an upcoming project uh, coming up, but they've released this in advance of that. It is a great cover of, in my opinion, one of the best Grateful Dead songs. I'm not a big Grateful Dead fan, but this song I really, really like. Um, this is the song called Shakedown Street by Poolside and Omar Velasco. Scott, by the way, during the song, should we, we'll pick our stuff uh, titles. How's oh, that? good idea. I like it. Yep, that's be great. ahead of the game on that so yep. you can be on time for Perfect, perfect. Thank you. Poolside and Omar Velasco, Shakedown Street. <laughs> Maybe you had to 
much too fast. Maybe you had too much too fast. Maybe you had too much too fast. Just overplayed your part. Shaking on Shakedown Street. Used to be the heart of town. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com how do you clean your feet Ugh. carefully yeah.